Hello, welcome to the show. This is a bit of a weird one. This is a bit of a strange in-between episode. So if you've never listened to this podcast before, this is probably a bad episode to start on. (laughs) I'd probably go for another one because today we're not really going to be talking about dog training very much. We have had this idea, or originally I had the idea, um, but I know that, you know, the people that I've got involved with this have been keen on it as well. So I wanted to do something fitness related, have some kind of fitness challenge. There will be a lot of fun and a bit of banter and just a bit of a laugh, really. Uh, So I wanted to put this together and make it kind of a thing. And I managed to wrangle three of my friends into it, three friends that have been on the podcast before and are also involved in the dog training world. So there's some kind of relevance there as well. And that is Taz Nichols, John McGuigan and Steve Goodall. And so just to kind of uh, introduced this episode we had this idea we wanted to do something fitness related we wanted it to be competitive and be able to measure it against each other and we were unsure about how we were going to do that and also if it was going to be for charity you know what was the kind of reward or punishment going to be so this episode is really just us chatting and figuring that out and just going back and forth so yeah, I, I hope that you enjoy this episode. It's a bit of a weird one. It's a bit experimental. So let's just get into it. Hello and welcome to Dog Talk with me, your host, Nick Benger, the ultimate podcast to help you take the next step in your dog training journey by learning from the best experts from around the world. So basically, the reason we're here today is to figure out what challenge we want to do. I know, Steve, you've just jumped in, but we were talking about... Uh, we've got loads of ideas. So it's, so uh, I think Taz is quite keen on having... I mean, we're, we're, I know we're all speaking about doing some kind of fitness challenge, but Taz is also quite keen on doing a sober part to this. I was quite up for yodeling. <laughs> competitive yodeling well I've, I've just seen everyone else being super fit all week on facebook and i've just been like ah oh, christ this is gonna end badly for me <laughs> <laughs> to be fair steve i think i'm probably in a similar position i'm not really particularly active i've done a few little things but nothing consistent and i know that i keep seeing john and taz posting these workout i know i reckon they did on purpose <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw Johnny the other day lifting himself on bars with weights hanging <laughs> up and a couple of children holding onto his legs as he like hoisted himself aloft I was, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but- what is everyone's thoughts on running? That was the one that we initially spoke about. I like running yeah, running, I can do this I think uh, What's the <laughs> Is it distance we're going to do or days in a row or? Uh, I think we were going to go with distance. Okay. Because like basically, basically. Sorry? Like a handicap. <laughs> you want a handicap? <laughs> basically, we need some kind of challenge that is measurable so that we can rank who has won and who has lost. Yeah. Okay. My worry about doing consecutive days is, you know, if, if someone just runs five minutes a day every day. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and we could just end up with like a draw. So yeah. you all sound pretty on board with doing like a distance thing then. Yeah, yeah I'm good with that. 
I'll, just, just I'll, I'll do my four feet just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are, are we going to do a sober element to this? <clears throat> I'm happy to give that a go. I could do with it. <laughs> 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 so is I'll this... I've got one, I've got one slight issue. It is my wife's. Were we doing it in September? Was that the idea? Well, we need to figure that out as well. Oh, okay. In September, it's my wife's birthday, and she might kick my ass if I if I have a, a sober birthday with her. Okay. It's my birthday on the second as well, but I don't mind not drinking for that. Just throwing it out there. You've just made me look really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> Are we doing uh, sober as in alcohol or caffeine as well? Oh, good lord! Smoking? I don't know if any of you smoke. No, I don't smoke. No, I, I think the caffeine would be good, but again, like like we were saying earlier, it's that that'd be harder for me than the alcohol. I would say it's almost. I'm 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 two. I'm zero for two already on this. So. Yeah, me too, John. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, though. This is it's a challenge, yo. Yeah. Whoa. Well, it's probably going to affect Stephen Tess the hardest. So, Uh, what do you what do you think, guys? Do you just want to do alcohol then? I I, I don't drink, so um, the that wouldn't be fair, you know. um, But (laughs) I can try the caffeine. I'll go with caffeine. We can do caffeine. I'm good with I'm good with trying alcohol. I mean, it doesn't make any difference if John don't drink. Taz, do you drink? Nah. No, <laughs> he was keeping that quiet. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I don't, I'll be all right. I, the alcohol will be fine. I won't be. I can get five months without drinking. All right. Well, me and John don't. Me, me and John uh, don't drink alcohol. Taz, you don't really drink very much then. So maybe caffeine is is the thing that we should be sober from. I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, there's tea. I drink. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can do that. That'll be challenging. Yep. Yeah? Okay. Deal. All right. Okay, so we're running distance. Yeah. We've figured that part out. No caffeine. I, I assume we're going to have to figure out a way between now and when we start to be able to track the the distance, and we all probably need to be using... An app I would imagine using the same app. Yeah. Strava? Yeah, I know yeah. you recommended Strava, and that might be a good option because I think Strava... Uh, on Apple and Android. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you, we can all like we can follow each other and stuff, and we can all talk to each other. Like we can like comment on each other's runs and stuff like that. All right. Okay. Has, any, is... has anyone used that before? <laughs> no. No, I haven't used oh, it yet. I've used similar things, but yeah, I, I'm, a couple of my mates use Strava, and they always say it's really good. So yeah, I'm up for that. So presumably with Strava, it's only going to count if you're uh, actually running outside as opposed to on a treadmill. Yes. Yeah, because you can't get distance on a treadmill, can you? So I that... figured. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know if it's a pedometer style thing. Mm. No. All right, so sweet. I think it's pretty accurate as well. Okay. okay, I think we've we've got a plan formalizing yeah. here. Then, well, what about time? When are we gonna When are we gonna do this? September. Is is that what we're looking at? Yeah, I can do September. Yeah, yeah September's cool. That gives us a month to prepare. Were you okay with that as well, John? Yeah, that suits me. <laughs> Well, we've figured it out in about five minutes. <laughs> I'm scared. Why couldn't we do that in the Facebook chat for the last month or whatever? We you know? Can I just say, does this app actually pick you up off the floor as well? 
I actually, I mean, this is the classic, and this is the classic go-to, but I actually, I used to run. So I'm hoping that that 20-year-ago speed <laughs> is going to emerge some heroic, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, That's exactly what I was just saying. So. <laughs> the other thing, actually, we haven't figured out is once, obviously, we have this ranking, what is the... What's the reward, punishment? Well, what's going to happen at the end of the, the challenge? Dragon rights. Dragon yeah? rights. <laughs> what about, yeah, com- complete Facebook dissing for a month afterwards <laughs> without any comeback? Yeah, maybe you have to... Uh... I don't know why I'm suggesting this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink now. Oh, <laughs> right, you would... the name of the Facebook group as well? Can I make a request of that? Is that okay? What's that? <laughs> the name of the facebook group change the name of their facebook group no, our facebook group <laughs> yeah, one. Rest in peace, <laughs> <laughs> oh right yeah sorry i forgot about that thanks for that <laughs> yeah we should explain that to people that are listening so we set up a facebook group chat to figure this out and and i did name it rest in peace steve goodall <laughs> Quite accurate in Venice. It's very accurate. <laughs> well, I'm talking shit, but I think there's a good chance of me coming last on this. So, <laughs> oh, don't worry, Nick. Don't worry. You're not. The last. <laughs> you're always up in the highlands around there, mate. And yeah, you're always <laughs> you jog up there with your dog, surely. <laughs> this is a seat of civilization. Okay, don't look at the highlands. <laughs> it always looks beautiful wherever you are. I'm like, why is he making Facebook videos in mountains and I'm like in some sort of like dodgy field every day in the month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John's being humble, but he probably posts more fitness stuff than any of us. And I see, I've seen a lot yeah. of it, it, it's a lot of, I've seen you track your runs, Taz. And I think that you can run pretty far. I mean, what kind of distance are you doing? Well, well see, that's the thing. You'll, you'll see like maybe one or two a month, and that's all I'm doing for the month. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but because I'm posting it, it looks like, oh, well, he runs a lot. But no, I probably have half. That's a, that's, a good, and that's a good point, though, Taz. How does Strava work? Because it's, the speed needs to be factored in to some degree, right? Like, we don't want people just like, uh, turning it on and doing okay. a dog walk. Yeah, so what, what it will do, it will tell you how many calories you burnt because you put your weight in. Okay. So I don't know how accurate the calorie counting is, but you put your weight in um, and then it will just like document how far you've run. I'm just looking at one of my runs. So it tells you how fast you're going over the whole time. It will give you the average pace, the elevation, the moving time, calories. I wonder if calories burnt on the Strava app is a better measure. Well, because like, I'm guessing I'll probably... Be, how much does everyone weigh? Because I guess the, the more you <laughs> weigh... The That's a bit forward, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even bought me a drink yet. <laughs> so you have to put your your weight in to, to measure calories, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably how it works. If you're right. heavier, do like, you burn more calories? Yeah, because whenever I go running with... Yeah, we'll like, go with calories I'll then, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> Any advantage I can claw, I'm done. <laughs> All right, let's stick to distance then. But I think that there's just going to have to be a bit of an honour system in terms of you're logging it when you're actually going for a run yeah. as opposed to just leaving it on all day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah you'll be able to tell, because... So, your post, so you will be uh, like, you have to actually physically put it on and then turn it off at the end of your run. So you can just 
whenever you're going for that run, just start it. And then we can actually see if you're walking or running. Yeah. Well, I think box. that it's, it's acceptable to walk a little bit, right? You know, if you're trying to put in distance... <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I hope so. <laughs> none of us are, you know, <laughs> yeah, regular runners. I've just had a genius idea. I'm going to strap mine onto Logan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and get the chuck it out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a good idea. I've just taken on a Saluki client. Nice. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'm glad that we've got a, got a system anyway. Can I just tell you something that happened to me today? I'm yeah, go ahead. Quiet trying to tell someone and I hadn't seen anyone all day so me and Corin went for a walk on the beach today and it turned out to be a nudist beach and <laughs> oh my god I had a conversation with a guy completely in the buff Scooby my dog <laughs> ran up ran up to him and I'm like this is good this is the most awkward moment in the world just nudist people everywhere I've been to that beach before never any nude people on it never today teeming with them well to be fair, Steve, as we're sitting talking to you you're not wearing any clothes <laughs> <laughs> It obviously rubbed off on him. The funny thing is, I've, I've got a new nude shade t-shirt on, but from the waist down, I am naked. <laughs> Why even go to the effort, Steve? <laughs> and socks on, of course. You know, you're not even rocking the ignore my dog stuff. Me and Taz. I really thought, I really thought, I wasn't sure if this was going to be videoed or not, but I thought if it was going to be videoed, I was going to get myself an Afro wig and wear my ignore my dog one. And like, <laughs> and like wet, wet the uh, wet the ignore my dog one, so it looked like I've been sweating as well. That was the plan. No, we're not. Re- we're not recording. We're not recording the video, so all of that effort would have been lost. But I might do every run like that. We yeah, could, that... The other thing we could do is we could ask your audience about um, a forfeit or whether it's yeah. you know or, or whether it's going to be a reward or something like that. And yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Get everyone involved. And when when you say forfeit, John, I keep thinking you're saying four feet. Forfeit. 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 That's that's a good point, John. That is a, that's a good idea. Maybe we should just put that to people and see what ideas we come up uh, are you know are put out there. I mean, it's a month away. The other thing as well is if we're going to do it as a reward-based thing, then we could have a, a just given and ask people just to donate a pound or two pounds. That'd be cool. You know, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. So, as in to the whole like little project? Yep. Right. So we're, we're not putting in money then, or we are as well? Well, we, there's no reason to stop us, but it means that we're not putting all that. We're doing the work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. That sounds like a good idea. I like the idea of doing it for charity because that feels like it, it feels like there's a reason to do this beyond just shit talking. <laughs> that will mo- that will motivate me. I think that would be a good shout. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then we'll have to figure out which charity as well. We can put that out. Well, we can... Yeah, you know. So, sorry. So I was thinking like maybe the like winner we could then decide yeah. yeah. charity they're going to give it to. Yeah. Oh, then, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we nominate a charity each so that people, you know. Can yeah. we do that through uh, one of the donation things though? Yeah. So you just set it up and what you would do is you could donate a charity each and we get, um, we just say, so this would be your charity, Nick. This would be yours, Taz. This would be your Steve. This one would be mine. And then people just donate to that. They go onto your page, the, the page that you've set up, and they just donate to whichever one. Um, so there would be two elements to it. Whoever can get the most charity donations uh, and whoever's going to 
get, get the most miles in. Yeah. I, part of me is glad that this is a fitness challenge and not Movember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you definitely will ask me. <laughs> I think Steve's won that every time. <laughs> I'm making up for losing my hair. <laughs> okay, Taz and I have, we've got all the gifts. You've got all the gifts, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they yanking me ass. Right. yeah i think this is going to be a lot of fun and i think that we should certainly uh keep people updated via social media yeah definitely oh steve's showing off his dog now it's scooby i I, I did wonder what you were doing there (laughs) (laughs) he's literally naked from the waist down (laughs) and then starts moving the camera downwards <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this. How's everyone getting on anyway? You're looking forward to it. Jesus. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to the shit talking part of it. I'm not looking forward to the running part of it. Oh man, I'm getting on well, I'm getting on good. Apart from the nudist speech incident today, everything in my life has been pretty cool. Well, you're getting the new series going, right? We're barking mad. Yeah, well, you're it we're intermittently putting things out at the moment. We've hit a sort of like patch where we kind of do one and then it waits a little while. So we've got to get back in, back on top of that and then putting them out sort of on a week. Well, I think we're going to go every two weeks. Okay. The is there's four of, well, five of us now that are going to be doing it on and off and trying to get that many people together. Well, as we found out with this, yeah. trying to get that many people together is a nightmare. But when it's happening, it's amazing. So we're going to, we're going to up the game. Um, yeah, we've got a season or series two at the moment. Um, yeah, it's going well. Who's the fourth one, Steve? So we got, um, you know, uh, you know, Gav Muldoon, don't you? And yeah, Jordan yeah. Shelley. Um, so Jeanette Muldoon, Gav's uh, wife, she's on it. And Corin, my wife, <coughs> is going to be on it as well. Um, basically, they sit there anyway, sort of shouting stuff in the background. So we just decided to buy two mics. Sometimes they hold like little notes up saying, don't forget to say this. They're the brains behind everything. So, um, yeah. So we just thought, yeah, what the hell? Just um <laughs> just buy some more mics and get them on there. So it's just, yeah. It's just yeah. I, f- I think people really like your show as well because you kind of do something a little bit different, mm. you know, like there are quite a few people now doing the interview shows or even like the solo podcasts. Yeah. Well, they're just yep. talking to the mic, but you have a bit more of a camaraderie because there is more of you, but yeah. then it's the logistically trying to organize having a lot of people is also a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. yeah. We did. Um, well, I, Every now and again, we, we record without some of us. So me and Gav did one with Carrie, you know, from Canine Hooper's World. Yeah. Um, yeah well, she's amazing. She's brilliant. Um, we hosted her the other day to do an introduction to Hooper's. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that one was really fun. So I'm, I'm excited to get that one out. Um, it, it, and Carrie's... We've got a bit of a backlog of interviews. So, um, yeah. We've I know. Got... Mine's not been on it yet. I know. It's coming, mate. It's coming. Uh... Promise. <laughs> yeah, I just recorded one with Carrie as well because she's got... Um... Her own podcast. She's just yeah. She's just launched her own podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canine yeah, cool. Hooper's World. Yep. Yeah. Really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Fair play to her. She's uh, she's really pushing. So it's good. <clears throat> pushy. Oh, yeah. Yes, pushy. Very pushy. Pushy and pushing. <laughs> <laughs> she is working hard. Yeah, she is grinding, and I think the whole podcast thing is really taking off now. For yeah. There's sure. more and more people getting on it, and I think that that's a good thing. It's the kind of rising tide lifts all ships, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone doing everything together. You know, I, I love that. I love that ethos. This whole sort of like mm. um, 
scarcity mentality thing. Ah, oh, Jesus, gets yeah. me down. Yeah. It really does. And it's so ironic because that's kind of the whole, like the whole point of the whole positive reinforcement mentality should be being positive, right? So yeah. the more that we can have that kind of abundance mindset, the better, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm John, you that. posted some stuff on that recently, didn't you? You know, what if we lived in a world where people were more reinforcing to each other, you know, yeah. especially in like roles of leadership, like politics and yeah. um, anything really where you have some kind of management of people. Yeah. And it's, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that difficult to do if you, if you look for opportunity to do it and be genuine, you know, so um, I, I think it's the, <clears throat> yeah, just being genuine about your, and sincere about your feedback to people you know um and it, it takes practice uh, um i think it takes practice for all of us i don't think it's um worse for guys maybe it is i don't know um but it, it's uh especially like so if you were to listen to this without humor you would think that we've been hard on each other and it's, <laughs> it's so but it's about the fact that it is publicly expressing the fact that actually quite like most of you and even there I'm saying quite like most of you because it's supposed to be kind of joke you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Taz is a bit annoying it's difficult for us to do it so especially with, with, with other guys I think that guys can give women praise women tend to give women praise um, better but us trying to give praise to each other is just that's pretty hellish (laughs) that's a great point though john because seriously we wouldn't even be doing this if we didn't like each other true (laughs) (laughs) like the reason the four of us are doing this i think is because you know we're all pretty good friends we all talk to each other and stuff um and the shit talking is just uh adds some entertainment and i guess you're right though it is kind of the way that guys tend to joke with each other i guess especially when you have anything competitive involved (laughs) like you probably did you do that at jiu-jitsu john when you're choking people out (laughs) yeah i was gonna do that you shit talk but you're like oh i could kill you i could literally kill you if i wanted to (laughs) no because what it tends to happen one of the i was Rolling on, on Friday evening, and one of the and he's a young guy, he's in his early twenties, and he's a big lump, a boy, and he came over and started. He he wanted to roll with me, um, and I said to one of the other purple belts, "Oh, I'm getting called out by the white belts, you know." <laughs> um, but so we would, it's okay for it to go up the way, but we would never say that down the way because when the, the humility with jujitsu is a big part of it. So when you get good at it, you know that you're good. So you don't need to start saying, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so, and that was shit. And, you know, it's, it's we, you know, it tends to be, certainly in my academy, it tends to be much more positive reinforcement based that you tell people that they're doing well or um, if somebody does in the middle of the move, a lot of the time I'll start laughing because I can see that, that it's coming and I can't do anything about it, you know, so I'll start laughing, you know, um, as I'm, my head popped off, you know. Um, but uh, it's, but in other sports, it's not like that. Football, definitely not. You know, well, I know that that's a big part of the kind of jujitsu ethos, and it does seem to be just in my experience 
the people that uh, are the loudest are the ones that are compensating for their own like fear of of actually engaging yeah. you know yeah. like it, you see that a lot in uh when people are uh kind of gearing up to fight you know the people that get in your face and shout the loudest those are the people that really aren't about it because if they were they would have hit you by now kind of thing yeah but you look at how george sampierre conducted himself all that time in the ufc Oh, mate, brilliant guy. Never heard him smack talking to anybody. You know, he just he knew what his capability was and he just went in and did it. You know? Kind of believes in alien abduction, though, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the brain trauma, though, Steve. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, for that, you are like trying to sell tickets and stuff. So I guess yeah. that might be <clears throat> like. You're not selling tickets in the local club, you know. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you're doing it there, there's probably a different reason why you're doing it. Yeah, the brain trauma stuff is crazy. Like the stuff that has come out on that, you know, the CTE, right? And oh. like how impacts to the head have these long-term yeah. uh, effects on people. Yeah, even you like football. Like, <clears throat> yeah, even like heading a ball. Yeah. yeah. You see, like a few weeks ago, that Russian, I think it was a Russian boxer. He, um, if I think. The guy, his trainer stopped it in the second from last round. And uh, I think that was on a Friday and he was dead on the Sunday. Oh, God. Wow. That, that was only a week or two ago. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a that's horrendous. That's kind of a different thing in itself, you know, though, because uh, I, I mean, like, people that go through, like, a whole... It could be any sport, but, like, we're talking about fighting. So, say, they go through a whole fight career and then when they've retired a couple of years down the line, you start seeing the effects of that... CTE, oh, yeah. you know, they're slurring yeah, right. their speech, they're, they're forgetting things, you know, yeah. and um, they're just not really able to, like, coherently have a conversation. And it's really sad to see. It's, it's a lot. It's in the media now, though, isn't it? I get, And so I, I think a lot of people are more clued up about it. But you think of things like, um, I was listening to something the other day about uh, American football, where they, like, just hit each other so hard because they're so padded up. And, yeah. you, you know, that's kids. Some you know, you know, playing that. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you can get head trauma from all sorts of things, but that's got to be pretty bad, isn't it? Definitely. Your, your, your skull's there to, young age. to protect your head from an occasional blow to the head. Mm. That's what it's for. If it was, if it was built to take more blows than that, it would be considerably thicker than it is, like a rhino. <laughs> or, or, or a mountain goat. <laughs> Why they have that massive amount of bone in the top of their heads? Yeah, yeah, but that's what, one thing I've heard is that the helmets they wear in American football actually worsen the problem because then people are more confident to yeah. have it's those. Harder. Yeah, exactly. Then it's your would... brain. It's your brain wobbling around inside there, isn't it? That's the that's the issue as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like with boxing. Like the gloves are there to protect your hands, not the per- other person's face. Yeah. So, like, with a boxing glove on, you can hit a lot harder yeah. than if you don't have a boxing glove on. Yeah. Yeah, and in, in bare-knuckle boxing, they tend to hit each other in the face less because you're more likely to break they, your they, hand. Yeah. Yeah, they bleed a lot more. Yeah. But, and it looks a lot more brutal, <laughs> but, like... The hurts, yeah, hurts, hurts, hurts a lot, hitting someone. Oh. Got my experience about it, but I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> just got a load of people in the gun. He's going to go out in a minute and just punch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear when John was on my podcast last, and he was talking about uh, taking this this guy that tried to carjack him? Oh, I was just when he went riding on the yeah. bonnet. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> 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 Jesus, mate. 
mental. That's a story. <laughs> the other thing with that as well is John has been posting content for years and years and years, and I've never heard him say that story. What is he? What is he not sharing? <laughs> Much, right? This is my cute leave when I went to the dog out. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know what his punishment is. All his stories, all out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Scientology style. Just has to be clear. John McGuigan goes clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could tell you stories which would make your your um, your blood curdle, but I won't. So. Oh no, I want to hear them all now. <laughs> you catch guys, all right. You off, John? That's a new podcast, John McGuigan's bedtime stories. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, take it easy. Okay. All right, you take care, John. John. Yeah, he's uh, he's all he's all chill and all uh, humble, but I think that John's going to do very well. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm the. I'm the Bert Kreisler of this. <laughs> of this scenario. For those of you who don't know, but I guess, I guess this idea. I don't know if you spoke about this already, but the, uh, this idea came from the Joe Rogan podcast, right? And they do a sober October thing, and it's four of them, isn't it? It's yeah, that's Bert right. Kreisler, Ari Tom Segura, yeah, and Joe. And Joe Rogan. And Bert Kreisler is by far the worst. But he actually, in fairness, he actually has delusions of grandeur, though, doesn't he? Which is quite amusing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he could run the marathon and then he didn't run the flight we were out training and then he went to the mental gene have you seen yeah, the Mickey Mantle gene <laughs> <laughs> did you see the one where he was about the splits where he was saying yeah I could do the splits <laughs> you can get anywhere near to doing the splits at all it's hilarious I think when he says it he actually does believe it for the first few seconds <laughs> I, I think you're right <laughs> So I think it's good that you have friends that are like sharp, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that we, like I said, I, I think that the shit talking is going to be the funny part of this. So even though I, I feel that I, I'm probably the least prepared, uh, um, hang on, you've been I'm still going to be talking run. a lot of shit. Yeah, I've done a few runs, but not anything consistent well, on long distance. I am definitely the least prepared. Right this second, right this minute. I I'm run talking. Anywhere. I'm talking like running like 3k. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's good. not that's like, good. That's, that's preparing. Not... That's the start. That's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Taz, what was the distance? What was the distance that you're putting in on those trackers? Well, I did a 7k uh, two days ago. It is. <laughs> But, this is, but you have to remember, I'm doing this, and then I'm eating pizza and drinking beer for the rest of the week. So it just kind of cancels. <laughs> That's kind of why I want to do the sober thing. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, this is a good thing, though, isn't it? Because you can, you can, you can at least get away with doing a little bit of that if you're running. <laughs> well, that's why. That's why I do exercise so I can yeah. eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, no, maybe I should change the mentality on that. But no, I've been putting in a few. I've done a few. Uh, 8Ks, 10Ks. So I think most of it, the big part for me is just getting like your feet prepared and my knees prepared. Yeah. Just that constant fighting. Yep. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to be the muscles that will like get you down. It'll be just your joints. Yeah. I kind of had this issue when, when I started doing a few jogs where <clears throat> I was having pain kind of at the top of my shins and I was looking it up and, and people talk about shin splints. Shin splints. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be a bugger 
when we start getting going. I tell you what, my mate gets that and he has to wear these really nice socks that, that go like, you can, <laughs> you can have to get those, Nick, and then take a photo. And uh, yeah, and I'll keep that photo close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I need to, I think I need to get some proper running shoes because I don't even, that's how oh, I, yeah. that's a start. unprepared <laughs> I am. Just running in like uh, Nike trainers, you know, nothing that uh, is, is really built for running. A few years ago, I did 100k. What? Just to throw it out there. <laughs> well, I walked it. I did. Have you heard of the Oxfam Trail? <laughs> <laughs> it took us 31 hours, no sleep. Jesus, man. Yeah, that's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. So if you get to like the last day and realise you're losing, you, you have yeah. that in the bag. You mentally have that in the bag. 31 hours, no sleep. See you later, boys. <laughs> my goal is to try and do a marathon on the last day. That's my goal. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> in, fairness, in fairness, if we were, if you, if you do not, you know, you should be fit enough at the end of a month. Shouldn't you? How long does it take to train for a marathon, guys? Listen to me. Probably more than a month. <laughs> yeah, probably more than a month. Yeah, probably not when you're like 41 and God knows how much I weigh. I'm going to weigh myself in a minute. Yeah, I, I can't even fathom doing that amount of distance. I, I can't imagine doing a marathon. No. Let alone a hundred k. That's crazy. Yeah, it's quite a. Uh, it's more. It's definitely more mental though, because once you get past, like, because in my head, ten k is far. But then, like, you think you have to do another ninety. So you're like, oh, when you're past ten, when you're up to thirty, sorry, I think that's when you're like, oh, I might as well just keep walking, and you just keep plodding, plodding, plodding. The hardest part as well is the no sleep. You yeah. have to also half of the half of it is just pure darkness. So you're walking through the dark. And you start getting moody and stuff. So I actually, because you have checkpoints, and I ended up just having beer and pizza at a few checkpoints to see if you're a bit happy. I assume that you did a lot of training for that then, Taz. Uh, we did. It wasn't, we didn't do that much. We did like a lot of, it's kind of a, most weekends you have to put in a few, like eight to 10 hour walk and stuff. But we could have done more um, because like my foot at the end of it, like, I was hobbling for about 20k. Because that's what I mean about like your joints just giving out. So like for about three or four weeks after, I couldn't really walk like properly. Mm. It was a lot of like stuff, like pressure and stuff in your joints. Yeah, I, I really don't think I'm. I can run a far <sighs> distance. I'm just hoping that I can be more consistent <laughs> than someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. consistency is a big thing. Did you listen, everyone listen to the the Jorgen podcast had that endurance runner, the girl, I can't remember what her name is, but I can't remember what she uh, was. Courtney. Is it, Courtney? Yeah, it's Courtney, wasn't it? Yeah. And she did the Moab 240 back in yeah. the day. Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah, she hardly slept at all, did she, in that one? I think she was like hallucinating her way through it. <laughs> she won it, and I think she won it by about like a marathon. Like, yeah, she she came in real, I can't remember, I wish I had the, the stats in front of me, but it's ridiculous. The next person was like a couple of days behind her or something ridiculous, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. If it, yeah. if Crazy. this is if this gets that serious, where people are running at night, not <laughs> sleeping, <laughs> then I think that I'm definitely checking out at that point, like you, Steve. <laughs> There's just no way. There's just no I've, way we're doing that. I gotta get training. What what's some good tips, Taz? I'm I'm coming to you because I'm assuming that you might know this. You might not. But what's some good tips for like getting knees and things prepared? Well, see, I didn't, like, Hannah put a program together for me because I thought with running or anything like that, you just run. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's not really much training you can do. You just run, sort itself out. But no, so, like, 
what I did at one point was you would do maybe three or four runs a week. One run might be a slow 5K where you stick to an actual kind of pace. And then you might do uh, 300 meter sprints, 100 meter walk, 300 meter sprints, 100 meter walk for maybe 3K. And then you might do um, maybe a 7K, a slower pace than the 5K. And then you might do, I know, another like 10K, a really slow pace, but you want to try and do it. So when you finish it, you're not puffed. Okay. You know, because the problem what I did when I used to run is I would just try and do it as quick as I could. So even a 5K, I might do it pretty quick, but then I'd be like, fuck, and couldn't really do much more. Whereas if you actually stick to like an actual pace, you'll see that you can actually go for like a lot further than you actually think you can. That's, yeah. a, that's what I'm going to try and stick to. Shouldn't okay. have told you that. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> the cunning ploy, Nick. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would imagine that the sprinting was not a good idea because surely you burn yourself out. Well, like, so it'd be on different days, but I think you're just kind of... Surely if yeah, you want to go I, for distance and then you just want to go slow. Yeah, it might, it, sorry, it might not have been a sprint. It might have just been a faster, faster pace. pace. So not a full-on, like, as hard as you can go it, but it would have been, like, instead of maybe five minutes a K, you might just try and be, like, four. Can you can you run every day when you're starting out? Uh, I don't... So I think you should, probably shouldn't. So, uh, I'm probably just... <laughs> Probably shouldn't, but I'll probably try and do maybe three or four runs a week leading up. And then I think during the month, I'm planning to run every day. That's what I was planning to do every day. Oh, man, this is getting serious. If I'm going to do 10K a day, that's what I've been trying to tell myself. That's what I've been telling myself. I've got no chance, have I? No chance at all. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, I was I was telling myself I was going to you know do five days of no running and then just do a hundred k every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing thirty one hours. You still got a bit of the weekend left as well. There you go. <laughs> it's seventeen hours to eat pizza. That's a good point, though. I wonder how much diet will play into this. Can we continue to eat shit, or is that going to really disadvantage this? I reckon, like, it probably wouldn't matter physically too much, but I think psychologically it will. You'll just feel like shit and not want to do it. It would be interesting because I'm a vegan, and this is a, it's the first time I've been a vegan doing any sort of exercise. So I wonder how that will play out. It'd be interesting. Because mm. I'm really I'm just in that. if you're yeah. if you're running that much, you, you want to eat a lot of calories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not because we're not exactly well, coming into. You know, I want to burn some. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant, Steve. Maybe, That's maybe, I, I maybe I shouldn't worry about Ooh. eating enough calories <laughs> for the end podcast. I want to come on topless. <laughs> <laughs> I think a few ultra runners are becoming vegans. You know, Rich Roll. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's is a whole food plant based. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I think um, it makes it really difficult thinking about everything that you've got to eat. I mean, not. I don't know if difficult is the right question, but you have to really think about it. Like when you go shopping, it's a real. It takes a lot of effort because yeah, yeah it's, it's quite it's quite difficult to to sort of find everything. I haven't, I haven't eaten meat since the beginning of this year, so I've, I'm I'm trying to become a vegan. But there's okay. still, like you say, some of the sources that I get there's this yeah. like 
Stacco sauce. So I really like it. It's got egg in it. <laughs> Mate, it's difficult, isn't it? I, I, in fairness, I don't. I, I try not to use the term vegan. I try and just be like, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. go with that. Like that. And then if you have an an accident, accidental slip up, it's no big, you know, no biggie. Yeah, people have different rules about it as well, don't they? Like I know yeah. um, some people that are, you know, vegan in in quotations, but they eat their own chickens' eggs. Or, I, you know, like things my like mum's got chickens. I eat her, I eat my mum's chickens' eggs because yeah, I know because... they're they're happy eggs, they're happy eggs, happy chickens. And, you know, it's all good. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. that would help, I imagine, because you you're kind of getting the protein anyway. Yeah, yeah. In what I mean, yeah, in terms of this run, anyway. Yeah, this yeah. running stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna not going to pretend. I'm, I'm not going to pretend I know what I'm doing, but um, assume that <laughs> if, you probably need to eat a lot of protein if you're running this much, right? I would imagine so. Have you read the China studies? That, have you heard of that book? No. no. It's all about diet and nutrition, and uh, it's quite interesting. And they reckon the ideal amount of protein in your diet should only be ten percent to be optimally healthy. I think. This is the confusing thing about diet, isn't it? Because you know there are so many different views on it, and I, I guess yeah. it's the same way when you know people come into dog training. They Google for dog training advice online and they just find such a con- contradictory opinions and it's hard to know which way to go. And I feel like I'm like that with this fitness stuff a lot of the time. You know, I go online, I start looking up for information. You find yeah. one personal website that tells you one thing. You go somewhere else, they tell you the complete opposite thing. And it's really hard to know who is the person that is credible. Yeah. Yeah. You point. can imagine, can't you? That's a good analogy. You can imagine how difficult it is trying to pick dog trainers it's so hard being in because when you're in the world it seems really obvious to you and it's hard to step outside and imagine what that must be like when you're like when you're looking through like who to pick most of it's done on word of mouth as well and you know you think think of all the organizations or the great organizations that are out there most people just go by word of mouth like you know who trained my mate's dog like that sort of thing yeah that's the thing about like qualifications organizations and stuff you know i've had my training business for ages the amount of times i've been asked about my qualifications is you know i could probably count on one hand you know like yeah. it's very <laughs> yeah like very rarely same thing with organizations no one ever i've never been asked how many organize you know what organizations do you, do you belong to other no. than by other dog trainers yeah 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 yeah, yeah. too many acronyms man <laughs> yeah dog owners don't know about the organizations and stuff they just as you said steve you know it's like who has got a good reputation? Who's, uh, you know, yeah. who who am I being referred to by my friends or my vet or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It, may, it means a lot to people, that does. A lot. Well, yeah, that's what I guess. That's... Sorry? Like, social media, I think, is quite, like, it's helping, but then also there is a dark side of it. Yeah, but, but the good thing about social media is you can see people doing it. So you know, yeah, you know, we uh, obviously on all of our pages, we uh, you know we talk the talk the good fight and do all of that sort of stuff, and that and that helps you be able to. See, and I think you're right. I think that's going to change the what well, is changing the face of it. But yeah, you have got the. Dark but side. the problem is people can't uh, when you're not educated on dog body language, for example. Oftentimes you can't tell what is. A preferable result you know like i think that's part of the reason the dog whisperer blew up in fame is because if you don't know what you're looking at it looks like he's cured the problem if you do know you know you see these dogs that are just shut down and terrified 
if you're if you're not educated on that, it looks like oh, the dog's not trying to bite him anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the problem. That's some of the problem with the results side of things. You know, I'm not saying I certainly think people should post up content definitely. Yeah, but um, it's difficult sometimes if people aren't able to see that the dog is actually just really scared and worried about that. I, I've yeah. always tried to, with, with videos on Facebook, I always try to do really simple things, just super, super simple stuff, nothing too technical that's easy to explain. And then, you know, j- just use that as some fun things that people can do, just get people doing fun stuff with their dogs rather than sort of trying to do particular behavioury stuff on there or anything along those lines, which, which not because I'm afraid that it's going to get scrutinised, although obviously I think everyone's a little bit afraid they're going to get scrutinised. <laughs> uh, yeah, it will, and it will definitely, but more to do with the fact for that point, because I think what I'm looking for is, I mean, I'm quite fixed in, I don't, I don't ma- massively care too much what other people think, unless they're people that I, that I, you know, want to listen to. Um, but what I do want is that the the public that are watching them to be able to just see something really something really cool they can do that might make a, di- a big difference. Well, that's it applies to more people as well. You know, not yeah. everyone has aggressive dogs or separation anxiety dogs. The majority yeah. of people that are looking for help are people that can't call their dog back. You know, the dog's jumping up, stealing yeah. food, that kind of stuff. You know, that's why my focus has always been on the engagement stuff because I've always felt like, or it has for the last couple of years, because I felt like that was the thing that could make the biggest difference. Yeah. So it's kind of like, where do you put your energy? Uh, But at the same time, there's definitely, we need people, you know, like John, for example, that does a lot of aggression stuff. Like there still needs to be that source of information out there for sure. But that's fine because that's done in a, I think the way John does it is more of a, in a discussion format rather than a video. I know he does put videos up in fairness, but he it's does less a lot of a more. tutorial. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's more of a, more of a discussion and that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm well up for that. I love reading his stuff on there. I know it can be a bit controversial sometimes with some people, but he I definitely think. gets discussions going. Eh? <laughs> yeah, hey, and, and hey, but that's what we need, isn't it? Let's, let's be honest, you know, that yeah. having the, you know, having a discussion is after battle. He's going to channel that spirit into his shit talking now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to be posting those captioned images. <laughs> of controversial statements. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually stole the idea. You know, he was doing his like, please discuss things. I yeah. stole his idea, but did a real like, a real nicey nicey version of it. So not to cause mm. any controversy. And it was a, it was a great, it was a cool thing to do. Like, I, it, even stupid stuff like um you know um what was that oh, what was the one that you picked up on taz about because i spelled yeah, something wrong i oh, was it but I, I put bribe lure or reward please discuss but, but my um predictive text turned it to bride um, oh, I thought I you meant, noticed, and I still didn't notice when I got called up on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was that annoying person that just like picks up on something that doesn't need to be picked up on. Oh, mate, it needed to be picked up on. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like, can anyone beat me? Can anyone run further than me? Please discuss. It's gonna be stuff like that. Just, just one comment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> everyone <laughs> yeah i thought you meant taz threw you under the bus then i thought you i thought you meant he was uh arguing with your with your fred 
No, no, he didn't. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. Uh, well, I know you, you, you know how it feels, Taz, don't you? Because you post probably, you certainly post a lot more content than me. And uh, yeah, I bet you get it all the time. Yeah, it, well, I don't actually really get much shit anymore. Um, I used to, but I think the more you buy it and the more it, you kind of show that you care or it's getting to you, that fuels the people to carry on doing it. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the time now, I've decided if I don't agree with something and I can't, like, I also just can't be bothered to, like, engage with it because there's other yeah. stuff that I want to be doing. And I just put, uh, thanks for engaging, or I disagree, but thanks for engaging and leaving it at that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to reply to that. Yes. But I'll try and sit back and be like, look, it's not going to probably change their mind. Not that many people are probably going to actually read it. So just don't bother. Yeah. Do more productive stuff. And yeah. yeah, I think it, it doesn't really bother me either. Like it's just, mm. but that's one part of my life. My I'm a dog trainer, but then I have so many other things in my life that give me pleasure as well. You know, so if I get too tied up in that, well, the first couple of years I was just so focused on it. Yeah. And then I really realized like shit, I need to like start doing the stuff I enjoy as well as doing that. You yeah, know? you so have like, to pick your fights, don't you? Because I think yeah. that was a lesson I learned just from being in so many Facebook arguments that went on for hours and didn't get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And there comes a, yeah. there, there comes a point where it's like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm done with this, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah. and even like, if I see threads where it's an interesting question that's being posed, I, I just don't get involved in the threads anymore. And I, I know that maybe that's not the best thing to do. I don't know, but it works uh-huh. for me and my, uh, well-being. And I'll just message someone that I respect and and talk to them about it if I'm really that curious. Yeah. I ask I myself this. I always ask myself this. Is this thread going to sort this problem out? If the answer is no, and it pretty much always is, yeah. what's the point? Unless I've got something good to add, which has probably already been said half a mile up the thread somewhere along the line. It, this stuff never gets sorted out, does it? Because you just end up with two sides. And then it becomes less about actually coming to an outcome and more about who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, it's so and tribal. People are just trying to be like, I'm right, I'm right, look, and they're just trying to prove that without actually like... The world is so... Tri- this this is... Dog training is like a little microcosm of what's happening in the world at the moment. It's, everything is just so tribal. No one's talking to one another. Everyone just wants to... It's just... It can get a bit depressing. I was, I was talking... Sorry. Sorry, mate. No, you carry on. I, I um, A friend of mine, um, Natalie, she's... Uh, she, we, we were looking at doing some, ve- we saw a company in Germany that does vegan food for dogs. They also do insect protein food as well. Also do normal protein food. Um, but they're all bent on doing this like sustainable thing. It's been going for years over there. They've done countless studies and things like that. And, it, and it's looking like a really good product. So we got some samples from it. Um, and she, bless her, stuck her head above the parapet um and like put it out on facebook and oh my god the the like and she doesn't even she doesn't feed her dog completely on this vegan food it's it's part it goes with everything else mm. but everyone just just barreled on her and i just i'm like she dealt with it really well she's an amazing person but um yeah i mean you know everyone was quick to just jump all over it you know dogs need to be carnivores and all this sort of type of stuff um and yeah that's a perfect example of that yeah there's a way to disagree with something isn't there yeah yeah and i'm guessing none of these people are actually reading the studies or looking into this sort of stuff you know that and that's the problem you're just so you know so quick it's all got confirmation bias in it it's all what i was going to say though is you know oftentimes even the one conversations that seem civil 
really they're just a disguise for that wanting to win mentality mm, you know okay. like no one is trying to you know at no point does someone say oh actually you got a good point <laughs> there's never like a, yeah. a admission it's, it's yeah. always just back forth back I'll tell forth, you what back forth. tell you what nick you've really changed my mind there thank you sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i've never seen that happen oh guys funny isn't it? it is funny yeah yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they if they chatted like this, the whole conversation would take a whole different direction. Definitely. Yeah. You know, like if, or face to face. Can't you just grow massive balls when you're on social media? Face to face, they're just gone. Well, it's it's that phenomenon that they call virtue signaling, isn't it? You know, where yeah. you want to be seen to be the uh, person that knows the most, or uh, yeah, looks the best. Yeah, yeah. It's all all of that stuff. Yeah. I wish I was as good as I am on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the edited training videos and stuff. No one posts up their shit training videos. Yeah, the 70. You know who's... Re- hey, that, yeah. that could be a good challenge. That could be a good challenge. Everyone, like, whoever loses has to post up all of their... Uh, <laughs> the worst training videos yeah. of the next month. <laughs> yeah, they will get flamed so much. You know who's good at that, actually? You know who's good at that, actually, is um, Jane Arden. She posts yeah. she posts up videos when it goes wrong. Yeah. They always make me laugh so much, and it's lovely to see that she has the confidence to do that. Because yeah. if you know Jane, you know she's a very very good practical dog trainer. But everyone has those moments where things yeah, go absolutely. wrong, and having the confidence to post that is just brilliant. I think. Yeah. yeah. Or St- Steve Mann did a brilliant one once where he was trying to call a. This is years ago, but it really stuck with me. Where he was trying to call a dog back. And he was, I can't remember what the dog's name was, but it was like, Rover, come, Rover, come, Rover, come, Rover, stay. Yes, good boy. (laughs) And it was so funny. It really got me. It really got me. Yeah. Yeah. It might make life so much easier if everyone did that, I think. It would would make it a lot more entertaining anyway. Make it a lot funnier. Yeah. Yeah. So, September. Right. Start to end. So September, start to end, no caffeine. Whoever can run the furthest, we're going to log it via Strava, and then we're going to do some kind of charity thing, but we need to get the uh, audience to vote on that and throw us some ideas. Are we going to get a belt? (laughs) Yeah. We need to get a belt. (laughs) We've got to get a belt, I mean. (laughs) That's a brilliant idea, Steve. Uh, I'll have a look into it tomorrow. Yeah, oh, look, into, look into that, Steve, because that would be so funny. Yes, yeah, we'll do it. And and John said he, you know, John mentioned bragging rights, and that I think that would be that would really add to it. And then also that gives us motivation to do it next year. Indeed. Yeah, yeah no, two years in a row. Like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. I yeah, that. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. If uh, I get the belt sorted and then have it at my house, at least I'll have it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, if you look into it and then let us know what the cost of it is and maybe we can split it between the four of us. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. As long as it isn't outrageously expensive. <laughs> I was thinking just so like, just so like little Tesco's belt. Yeah. Just, well, the problem... Tipex, our names on it. Uh, we, it give us extra incentive to win as well because if Taz wins, we're going to have to send it to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 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 all right awesome that sounds like a plan then yeah all right boys yeah, all right. Cool. but before we go as well while while we're recording the podcast 
Uh, obviously, Steve, check out Steve's The Barking Mad Show. Is there anything else you want people to check out, Steve? You can come and see the sort of stuff I do um, on um, Good Old Dog Training. If you go on Facebook and just type in Good Old Dog Training, we do all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff on there, little videos. And yeah, come down there and check it out. Uh, and Taz, how about you? Um, yeah, so we, uh, we've got the Patreon going now where we uh, post more kind of in-depth videos and whatnot. It's pretty cheap to sign up to. It's just Patreon, patreon.com forward slash dog training with Lewis Nichols and Hannah Sadgrove, I think. Hannah's also doing a, an app for a company at the moment, which oh. will be coming out soon. Um, that should be pretty cool. Uh, we've got more Ignore My Dog gear just come out. Oh, mate, with, they're awesome. Uh, we're working. We're working slogan. We've still got the twat one. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> you both got that one. I think yeah. someone stop. Someone stopped me the other day. I was in Greg's the other day, and someone stopped me because it's got it on the on the back, isn't it? Ignore my yeah, dog. He came on the show. He goes, "Sorry, what does ignore my dog mean?" I turned around, and he read that he's a bit of a twat on the front of it. <laughs> His face was a picture, mate. It was brilliant. I had to. <laughs> I have to be really careful because I I still have a dog walking business to make sure I don't wear it while I'm doing dog walking because I don't want any of my clients to think <laughs> it's a message about, it's about their, their dog. dog. <laughs> I've worn it at classes. I wear the classes quite we'll get, a lot. We'll get you. We're working if you want, Nick. Because yeah, you're coming out to your winter, right? Because we've got hoodies now and stuff. Yeah, sweet. That'll be awesome. Oh, cool. Look, I'm getting hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you win. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's there the next year. It's my gift. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nothing so, about it, really. And I know John's gone now, but um, obviously John is the Glasgow dog trainer. I think that's his f- stuff all on social media. If you just search for the Glasgow dog trainer, I think you'll find yep. him. All right, sweet. Awesome. Let's sweet. wrap it up there then, boys. All right, cheers, dude. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's a bit of a strange one, I know, and, and I hope that you're as excited about this little project and just this little thing that we're doing as much as we are, because I think that it's going to be a a huge laugh. We're still figuring out the details in terms of setting up that page for charity or or whatever and and how we're going to go about that. But in terms of staying up to date as to how that's going, the best way to do that is to make sure you're following us on social media. So I know we we kind of spoke about some of the other guys' uh, stuff right at the end there. I'm going to throw the show notes up for this episode at nickbenger.com slash get hyphen in hyphen shape. And then what you could do is join my Facebook group, which is Dog Talk with Nick Benger podcast discussion group. And I'll make sure that I'm posting in there as to what is happening in terms of uh, the just what's happening, basically, and where as we figure this out. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's that's where to stay up to date with it all. So, wish us luck. It's going to be painful. <laughs>